Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Welcome to the Kent Online Podcast on Friday, July the 3rd. Our top story today is all about travel and where you might be able to go on holiday this summer. The government is changing the quarantine restrictions, meaning we'll be able to travel to a number of European countries from next Friday and won't need to self-isolate when we get back. Spain, France, Italy and Germany are among those which will be exempt from the 14-day quarantine. Well, Joe has been speaking to Tunbridge and Morling MP Tom Tugendhat to get his reaction to travel restrictions being eased and also the reopening of pubs this weekend. Well, I hope uh, that this will see many of us able to go and visit family and friends, go and get a break. It's been a pretty tough time for a lot of people uh, these last six months and uh, sadly the next six months look like they're going to be pretty tough too. So I know there'll be a lot of people who are looking to sort of get a bit of downtime before we uh, before we you know get into the next stage of what is going to be a pretty long economic battle to recover from this appalling uh, virus. So uh, I hope that it uh, I hope that it will allow people to do that. And personally, I'm looking forward to a pint of Larkins on Saturday night. Well, I was glad. I'm actually glad you asked. That. I was going to mention that Super Saturday as well. It, it, will you be going down the pub on Saturday? I I, I haven't got permission to yet. I'll leave it at that. But look, if I can, I'm going to be going to go and have a pint of Larkins because uh, it's a fantastic Kent beer. And I know there are many other good beers made, not just in Kent, but also in, in the area I represent. But you know what? You've got to be biased about some things. And I just happen to think it's the best. Um, do you think it's right that we are cautious on Saturday? Uh, you know, I think it's it's important that we go out and support our, our, our pubs and our hospitality sector. But it's got to come with a bit of caution, doesn't it? Absolutely. Look. First of all, let's not forget that there are people who won't be able to go out because they're working. They are going to be ambulance drivers and doctors and nurses and porters and cleaners and police officers and many others. And, you know, we shouldn't be going out and then adding to their work. We shouldn't be stupid about this. OK, so this is, you know, you and I know, Josh, that some people can get carried away. This isn't you know, this isn't news. Uh, so I hope very much that uh, people will be responsible. And yes, go and see friends. Yes, uh, have a pint in the local uh, but please be careful. Well, specialist teams are going to be out in Maidstone tomorrow to raise awareness of water safety after drinking. Kent Search and Rescue launched their Safe and Dry campaign a few years ago after a number of young men drowned after going missing on nights out. There'll also be more volunteer police officers out in Kent on what's been described by some as Super Saturday. The special constabulary are increasing patrols this weekend, with 63 officers providing more than 600 extra hours of policing on the county's roads roads, high streets and town centres. And it's not just pubs that will be reopening. Hairdressers too will be able to welcome clients for the first time in more than three months. We've seen some pretty dodgy DIY home hairdressing disasters during lockdown, but now you can go and get a professional short back and sides, a restyle or a trim. But salons will have new procedures in place. You'll have to wear a mask, there won't be much chat and screens between the stylist chairs. Katie Hancock runs the chair salon in Canterbury, which has had such high demand for appointments, they're reopening at midnight. So really excited to be opening on the 4th of July at midnight. 
Um, I've got two of my other colleagues, voluntary, of course, <laughs> joining me at, uh, at midnight. And uh, yeah, we're fully booked all the way through until when we finish at four. Obviously, breaks and lunches included in that. But yeah, we're, um, we're really busy and really excited to get it back open again. It was absolutely devastating when I closed it. Um, I can't believe how long ago it was, um, you know, especially after 16 years of, you know, kind of growing it and, you know, getting the great team together. It was, um, it was incredibly sad. So yeah, really um, can't wait for, for Saturday. You know, we've got such a high demand. We have about around 2000 clients that, you know, kind of are regulars with us. And um, we just want to try and accommodate as many as possible. Obviously all our services are, you know, taking longer. So we just can't do as many clients. So I kind of thought it might be a good idea and just suggested, said, is anyone up for it? And um, a couple of the girls were, and so, yeah. So um, it should be quite a good atmosphere. Health and safety is the most important thing for us. Obviously, we'll be wearing visors and um, we'll be asking of our clients if we can temperature check them with the thermal camera that we have. And the team obviously will be um, temperature checking an hour before they arrive. We're asking all our clients to obviously book online or book with, with us, give us a call. We won't be able to take any walk-in appointments. Sanitise the hands as soon as they walk in. Um, it, and just to bring as little as possible with them. Our sector brings in around 30 billion for the economy and it's you know, incredibly important that um, we get back up and running. And more so, moreover on that, it's um, you know, the mental health of clients and uh, you know, the feeling of just feeling good about your hair and you know, getting back to normal, some sort of normality anyway. The number of mums I've had on the phone that are just so looking forward to just having a little bit of time to themselves. And it, yeah, it's just so important. Kent Online News. A third man's been charged following an attack at a holiday park on Sheppey, which left another man in his 60s in hospital. He was injured during a disturbance at Warden Road in East Church last month. A 25-year-old man's now been charged with wounding with intent. He's due at Crown Court at the end of the month. A famous historian has been axed from his role at a Kent uni over controversial comments made about slavery on a YouTube channel. David Starkey's comments saw a backlash online and has led to Canterbury Christchurch terminating his honorary role as a visiting professor. A spokesman for the uni says his comments are completely unacceptable. A Kent mum's angry at dog owners for letting their pets repeatedly rip up a teddy bear on her baby's grave. Jocasta Thorpe's son Noah died after being born prematurely at just 22 weeks and was buried in Sittingbourne Cemetery last March. Cuddly Toy has been damaged by dogs at least five times since then. She's calling for action to be taken against disrespectful owners. A Gravesend man's been arrested after a police car with a dog inside was rammed. A vehicle failed to stop for officers on Woodlands Lane in Shorn in the early hours of yesterday and rammed the patrol car several times in Brewers Road. Luckily, no one was injured, including police dog Lenny, who ended up detaining the 25-year-old driver. Now, the University of Kent is getting ready to hold its first ever virtual open day this weekend. Face-to-face visits aren't taking place at the moment because of the coronavirus pandemic. But between 10 and 2 tomorrow, anyone thinking of studying there will get the chance to have a virtual tour, chat to staff and students online and hear a presentation about their course. 
Connie Lohman is a student rep at the uni. It's been just a very different approach. I feel like a lot of people and a lot of my generation and younger spend so much time on their phones anyway that it's kind of not different. I think the whole sometimes hassle of travelling, my myself, I travelled all the way from southeast London to Lancaster to realise that I didn't want to go there. Um, so I think sometimes the physical distance of having to travel somewhere for a day isn't always necessary. So I think it can actually have its perks. And I think there's been quite a lot of people that have registered their interest in the open day. So it'll just be interesting for people to um, find, because you're not really missing out on much. You are, you're still getting your campus tours, although they're virtual. You're still going to get the opportunity to speak to the members of the teams. Um, everything is really there, but without the physical contact. It's just really important for me personally, I'm going to be answering any questions that they might have on the day. And it's just important to be really honest because it is such a big decision for them. It's important to say about the social facilities because some people might be more interested in a campus university, so all the buildings in one place. And other people might be interested in a city university, so they're kind of scattered around the city. Um, so it's really important just to kind of be able to get that across, speaking to other students, kind of interacting with the members of staff that you're going to interact with on the day and trying to be honest about the experience because it's so important that the decision is right. This year's Open Day is one of the most popular in a long time. Um, so that's really reassuring. And I think, like I say, because people aren't having to travel, you know, from and especially because we have such a big international student community, lots of people are registering interest, even if they are the other side of the country or the other side of the world. It's really easy to, for everyone to feel immersed um, in the virtual Open Day from wherever they are. Canterbury Cathedral is reopening to the public on Sunday. New safety measures have been introduced to protect people from coronavirus, including a one-way system, hand sanitizer stations and socially distanced seating. Meantime, it's feared overflowing communal bins on a street in Thanet could risk spreading COVID-19. They're already emptied twice a day by the council, but residents of Athelstan Road in Cliftonville say the mess is attracting huge swarms of seagulls. Staying in Thanet in Kent's first school street is being launched, banning traffic during the school run to help cut pollution and keep children safe. From Monday, St Peter's footpath in Margate outside Draper's Mills Primary Academy will be temporarily closed on weekday mornings between 8 and 9.30 and in the afternoon between 2 and half 3. And Dreamland in Margate is celebrating the 100th birthday of the scenic railway roller coaster with a ride for 28 giant teddy bears. Of course, the theme park is closed and has been since March because of the pandemic, so they're having to mark the occasion virtually. You can see a picture of the cuddly toys on the oldest wooden roller coaster in the UK at kentonline.co.uk. That's it for today, but you can now also subscribe to the IM News app to access all KM Group newspapers. Just head to iliftmediasubs.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.